You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hey, Dolphins, this is Michael Fink with the uh, FinFans Podcast. Each week we come to you and bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. During the season, you'll hear two shows each week where we review and preview each game. We shoot straight from the hip and have fun in doing so. We'd like to thank both the Dolphins Talk Network and the Pigskin Podcast Network for their support. Uh, Make sure to check them out. Please leave us a review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Please make sure to follow the show. That way you'll know when a new one comes out. It's truly appreciated. All right, let's uh, kick off today's show. Hey everyone, we're back again. I'm here with Lewis, and uh, this week it's the New York Jets. The stinking Jets for the, the second Jets. time. <laughs> second time this season. Um, coming off the bye week, we figured to be extremely healthy on our end, and it's just the opposite. We've got guys going down left and right. I mean, the whole NFL's a disaster right now. I mean, it, I, I don't know what happened, Mike. Over the last couple of weeks, but I mean, we were they were doing great. Uh, maybe they were laxed of late because you know every single team is dealing with COVID. I mean, it's well, just, you know, the numbers are up, so it, it I don't I wouldn't blame it on the players necessarily. You know, I just think it's it's a matter of circumstance. Well, um, but we'll last, have Gaskin out, we'll have a Met out, we'll have Holland out, and we'll have uh, Lindsay out, and and that certainly isn't going to help our running game. Uh, and, and Holland on the defensive side, you know, you'd love to see him playing, but uh, especially against the rookie quarterback. So anyway, uh, the Dolphins brought up Duke Johnson from the uh, practice squad. They signed Dexter Williams, who has uh, seven career carries for 19 yards. Uh, he was a Packer and uh, averaged 2.7 yards a carry. Uh, the Dolphins also waived Austin Reader, uh, the center. And uh, they've got Cameron Tom, they've got uh, Craig Mance, and, and Michael Dieter is back. So, uh, you know, they're pretty set at that position. Uh, now, the Jets also have some people coming back. Lewis, can you tell us about that? Michael Carter will be back. We're going against Zach Wilson this time instead of Flacco, their rookie quarterback. So that that's change of pace. You know, they, the Jets have been playing pretty well. You know, they've been competing of late um, over the last couple of weeks. They've challenged. They've challenged some teams. You know, Houston, they they beat, right? Uh, Philadelphia, they were playing very tough a couple of weeks ago. New Orleans just put it on them horribly last week. Um, but uh, the week before, you know, I watched some of that Philadelphia game, and uh, they had the lead there for a while. It wasn't until the fourth quarter where the Philadelphia had a little bit of separation. but. Um, yeah, the Jets are getting healthy. Uh, they're probably the healthiest they've been all season. Um, again, Michael Carter comes back. I believe Elijah Moore is back. Um, you know, they, they did lose Corey Davis. I know he's on IR. So that that's kind of a loss for them. Um, what were you going to say, Mike? I'm sorry. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Elijah Moore is not back this that's, week either. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah, he's he's back in week 17. I read it wrong. Uh, my eyes are deceiving me here. I can't, uh, I got to put my glasses on because uh, it says actually week 17 here. So with that being said, I mean, they've got two of their better receivers down, Mike, um, which is a positive on our end. You know, Elijah Moore was really coming into his own 
And Corey Davis is a big, strong guy. Um, he's he's a nice, solid receiver. So with two of their key receivers down, it does help us. Um, you know, what's interesting about all those moves, Mike, is there's a guy missing in all those transactions in regard to um, the running back situation. And you know who I'm referring to, right? Who are you referring to, Lewis? Mr. Dokes. Uh-huh. You grabbed a guy that has seven career carries. You've got a guy on your practice squad all year. You know, I, I don't understand what the issue is. I mean, is this guy just not capable of getting a handoff and running over people? I, You know, I, I'm having a hard time with this. You know, is, is he not understanding the playbook? I mean, Could you be know, a myriad of reasons. Yeah, but there shouldn't be. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, opportunity. Wasn't he a seventh-round pick? Yes, but. He was probably a seventh-round pick for a reason. He's probably not that good. (laughs) I guess. I mean, you know, he's on our practice squad. The thing is this, is that, you know, those guys are there, you know, for these type of situations. And, I mean, this is an extreme situation. Yeah. When you lose your top three guys, you would hope that, a guy that you made a decision to put on your practice squad would would be capable of stepping up, at least to some extent, even as a backup this week. You know, I don't know what Lindsey's status is going to be. I believe he was the first one that um, they labeled with COVID. Is that correct, or did they I'm all go sure. down the same I, day? I think it was within two days of each other. Um, yeah, I so th- you think the first one was Gaskin, and then the next was day, it Gaskin? Yeah, okay. the rest of them, and I could I could have that wrong, but I think that's what it was. I but, I don't. Yeah, they have to clear to that. They have to test negative two days in a row, right? Prior right. to Sunday. Prior to Sunday, in other words, Sunday's test won't count. You know, won't uh, help them. It has to be by Saturday, Friday and Saturday, yeah. right? So yeah. we've still got today. We've still got tomorrow. Um, and you know, and then of course Friday and Saturday. So we do have a couple days here. So things can change quickly for us. You know, the problem is, is that none of these guys are going to be practicing, you know, until they, until they clear two days in a row. So if they cleared today and tomorrow, they'll get a practice in on Friday, basically. And then the walkthrough on Saturday. So I guess that, you know, there's still some hope is what I'm getting at. You know, let's just hope that's the case. Yep. You know, if not, then we're going to see a heavy dose of Duke Johnson. <laughs> you know, the Jets with the rookie quarterback, he's he's actually been playing fairly well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wilson. he is. He is. I mean, he's a solid. Listen, you know, he was a high draft pick. Um, you know, you expect positive things out of him at some point. You know, he did go down with an injury for a while. He's back. And he has been playing decently. Um, you know, I'm not overly concerned mike with with their offense as a whole you know i think that um you know he is still a rookie and i think that they will be able to handle the jet offense as i mentioned you know their two two of their key receivers are down um so that is a major positive for us um you know they still have crowder they have barrios they have keelan cole they you know i mean but our, our our corners will match up well against those guys. I, I don't fear them in the least. Um, their running game, you know, Michael Carter is back for them, Mike. Very, very good running back. Very good young running back. Um, but, you know, again, our, our defense with the way they've been playing should be able to handle this team. And, you know, as you mentioned, Zach Wilson is playing well of late. But, 
you know, you look at his statistics for the season, Mike, he's still at six touchdowns. He's got 11 interceptions. His quarterback rating is 65.3. So, you know, he, he's done better of late, but again, he's still not a guy with the way our defense is playing that, that I'm overly concerned with. I think that our defense is going to handle their offense, uh, pretty easily to be honest with you. I think Mm -hmm. that, you know, if we go out and we're fired up and um, we don't have a ton of guys uh, missing on Sunday, I mean, I know Holland is going to be a guy that we're going to miss more than likely. He won't be playing, but um, hey, you know, uh, we've got to have guys step up and um, and make plays. And I think we're more than capable. Yeah, we're we're always certainly capable. Yeah. Well, is Jones back this week? That's the question. As far as I know. Yeah. So, you know, you'll have Jones and Rowe back there, and I think that they'll be fine. I mean, yes, we will miss Holland, but as you mentioned, um, the the two guys that are back there should be more than capable to handle the Jets. Go ahead, Mike. What were you going to say? One of the things that I look at with the quarterbacks is what PFF calls the big-time throw percentage. Uh Uh-huh. Wilson has a 2.9%, and the Tua has a 2% just for comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, he's more apt to throw it uh, well, uh, you know, for for a big-time throw, which is basically a throw over 15 yards. We'll see um, how the game unfolds and how aggressive they are with their receivers missing, but it's just something to keep in the back of your mind. You know, he is a little more aggressive than two is. Well, who isn't? Well, and that's, that's true. not a knock at Tua, but right. you know who isn't. I mean, no, you know, it's a knock on the offensive line. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a knock on us as a team in general. And, yep. and you know, Tua is part of that equation. I mean, we're not gonna we're not gonna blame the offensive line, the coordinators. I mean, it's a combination of all all you know all of the above. Um, I don't give anybody a pass when it comes to the type of offense that we're running because I think that at times there there's different situations where there are a bunch of there's a bunch of blame to be spread around is what I'm getting at. I mean, yeah, Wilson Mike, yes, he is a little bit more aggressive, you know, but with, you know, with, with their rookie receiver out, you know, the guys that are on the field, I I I'm not overly concerned with them. I'm not with our corners, I'm just not. You know, we got to put some pressure on this kid. We got to rattle him a little bit early, you know, get him thinking that, hey, you know, it's coming from 15 different directions and I got to figure out where it's coming from. If we get in his head, then I think we'll be fine. I mean, I don't expect the Jets to score an awful lot of points in this game unless, you know, we, we make a lot of mistakes on special teams and the offense turns the ball over in their end. I, I just don't see them scoring a lot of points. The left side of their offensive line isn't bad. Right. No, their offensive line is fine. I mean, I don't think I don't think that that's their issue either. I think that, you know, as a whole, you know, they're just not there. You know, um, if they were at full strength, I think, you know, I'd have a little bit more of a concern. Um, do I think they're going in the right direction? Yes, I do. I mean, they've got a good young quarterback. They've got a good young receiver and they've, they've got a good young running back. You know, so they are going in the right direction. But, you know, as, as you look at their offense as a whole, Mike, you know, their t- the tight end position, uh, you know, on this team is not a concern in the least. You know, it, it, they just don't have 
that package that, you know, that you concern yourself with, you know, I mean, the tight ends are going to be probably non-existent in this game for them. And, and that, that, that helps us incredibly. Um, you know, the deep threat, I don't think is there for this team. So there, there, there's very little that you have to concern yourself with in regard to defending this football team right now. Well, I think they're getting Tyler Croft back, who is one of their tight ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, you know, again, yeah, not I'm a major not... concern. Okay. So let's look at the other side of the ball. Mm-hmm. The other side of the football, Mike, uh, their, their defense is, is sneaky good at times, you know? Um, you know, they're a funny team because there's weeks where they look competitive and then there's other weeks where they just can't play any defense at all. I mean, listen, they're overall, they're 31st in the NFL. So, I mean, that tells you in a nutshell where they're at. And and I mean, their rush defense, their run defense is 29th, and their pass defense is 27th. So it's yeah, not their, like their linebackers are a liability. Yeah, I mean, listen, you know, even with our our running backs down, I mean, this should be a week where we're able to move the football. I mean, Parker's Parker's back. You know, we've got all of our receivers. The offensive line is completely intact. I mean, you know, with with the addition of Dieter coming back last week. Uh, you know, you've got your five starters back now and, um, you know, they're, they're getting better and better. I mean, it's at a turtle pace, but you know, to me, they seem to be getting better and better as a unit. Yeah. So we also have, uh, Malcolm Brown back supposedly this week. Um, that's what it says. Yeah. He's going to be one of the, uh, the running backs. So, you know, with our offensive line, you know, the five starters in there and with Malcolm Brown maybe pounding the ball a little bit and hopefully we get another guy or two back before, you know, they, they pass a couple of those COVID tests and uh, get back on the field by Sunday because it is only Wednesday. So we do have a couple of days to where that can happen and it is a possibility. Who knows? By Sunday, we could be at full strength in the backfield. Um, you know, it'd be nice to see Lindsay and see what he's made of in a game like this, you know, to see what he brings to the table. So, you know, there's a, there's a lot of question marks in regard to our running game, but, you know, I feel we'll be able to move the football. We've done a pretty decent job of it over the last couple of weeks, uh, at least putting a couple of drives together in every, in every game. And I think that the Jets defense, um, you know, gives us maybe one more of those type of drives, you know, to where maybe we get up in the high 20s in this in this game in regard to our offense putting more points on the board. Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. But with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN, bet $1 on any team to score, and you win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code TPPN. This week at DraftKings Sportsbook, 
an official sports betting partner in the NFL. You must be 21 or older in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problems? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know, right now, you know, regardless of the running back situation, Mike, I think that, you know, if Malcolm Brown and, and Duke Johnson, another guy we got to mention, if they're both on the field, I think we'll be fine. You know, Duke Johnson could catch the ball out of the backfield. That's how he was used in Cleveland for years. Uh, he's more of that type of back. So he's somebody that, that comes in in third down situations and can be productive. So I think the offense is going to be in a good place this coming week against the Jets. I hope so. Yeah, we, we have to hope. You know, we Mike, six in a row if yeah. we get this win this week. I mean, you got to you know, get this one. Got to get it. Well, you have to. I mean, if, if you have any hope going forward, I mean, basically, listen, every single week, Mike, your season ends on a loss. It's that simple. I mean, yeah, any, you don't want it to be the Jets. <laughs> no, <laughs> Not you this don't. Team, you, know, you know, you don't. I mean, it's one week at a time right now, but you know, th this jet game is just one of, you know, what, four remaining yeah, that we yeah. have to win across the board. I mean, you know, it's, it's, or three. I mean, it's that simple. We got to win every single game down the stretch here. And, um, this is the start this coming Sunday right. and, uh, we're favored by a nice chunk, right? I think we're eight and a half, eight and a half points. Wow. I mean, that is a big number. It really is. It's you know, a big for, number for an offense that generally doesn't score a lot of points. <laughs> Maybe they're thinking that our defense is going to put up 14, Mike. Who knows? But, yep. you know, the good thing is is that our defense is, is, is in a good spot. I mean, I know we're going to miss Holland if he's not on the field, but we've got guys, as we said earlier, that are capable. And, um, you know, I, I like this game this week. I really do. I think that um, – well, Go ahead. What's your prediction? We're going to go with predictions. Um, I, I think we beat this team 31-10. I think we pounce them. I don't think it's going to be close. I hope the weather is not bad because that is a possibility. We don't want a sloppy game, Mike, You know, because you know what happens in those situations. Anything can happen. Yep, and it evens the teams. To an extent, yes, mm -hmm. without a question of a doubt. You put, you put two teams – you know, on the field, a team that really can't run the ball very well and a team that is not bad at running the football, being the Jets. And it does kind of even things out, you know, in a sense. So uh, we don't really want bad weather coming in. I know it's supposed to rain over the next few days. I don't know what the weather report is on Sunday. But, you know, if we've got decent weather, I don't see the Jets competing in this game at all. I see it 31-10. What are your thoughts? You like the offense a little more than I do. Or I'd probably go 24-17, something in that area. Really? That yeah. close, do you think? I think so. I mean, they played us to a touchdown last time, and they're probably better, and we're probably better. So who knows? Yeah, I think we're a little bit better than we were when we played them up there. Agreed. I think, especially on the defensive side. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it, it, those games on the road, Mike, when you're playing a team like the Jets are always trap games. I mean, you would think that, and it is hot. Let me tell you something. I mean, it's hot down here. I mean, on Sunday, we're looking at a 60% chance, 70% chance of rain. 
and it's going to be 82 degrees. Now that that's hot this time hot and humid, of year. Hot and humid. Right. I mean, there's very very few teams right now in the country. You know, the Jets are up in New York. I mean, you come down and you play in this 82 degree weather and it's still humid out. I mean, we're in the middle of December and the weather still is just brutal down here. So um you know, they go out there and I see the Jets just, you know, they, they just got to hit them hard early and just, you know, take, take the breath out of them early and call it a day. You know, any kind of hope, just take it away from them immediately. And I think we'll be fine. I think we, I think we cakewalk in this game, Mike. I really do. All right. I'll go 27, 17. There you go. Okay. So I talked to you, uh, into talked a field to you in this, talked to you in the, no, I think you said 20, what'd you say? 24, 17. Oh, okay. So I got another field goal out of you. Yep. Okay. Big whoop. <laughs> hey, they're nice. not automatic Thanks for going anymore. out on a limb there, Mike. <laughs> the um yeah, if if we play every aspect of the game well, Mike, you know, and I mean special teams, there's no slip ups and the defense, there's no slip ups. Um, you know, and offensively, obviously, you know, we always have to concern ourselves with that. Two has been playing mistake free. You know, the Jets do not create a lot of turnovers. They just don't do it. You know, it, it, all of those things, you know, basically are a nice recipe for a nice cakewalk of a win, which we definitely need. We really do. I mean, it'd be a nice, you know, a nice game going into the, uh, you know, into the Christmas holiday with, uh, you know, a spanking of the Jets. Wouldn't that be a great Christmas gift for all us Dolphin oh, fans? Oh, well, listen, nothing is better. Nothing is better. Nothing exactly. is better. Send them home crying. Send them home crying. We don't care. Beat beat them while they're down. I don't care. I, I listen. I have no sympathy whatsoever for um, you know, for teams that are that are in a bad way. You go in there, you kick their ass, and because they do the same thing to us, right? You think they care about us Not if we were bit. down and out? Hell Not no. a bit. The Patriots. I mean, come on. I mean, how many times have we seen? that jackass up in New England throwing the football when they're up by 25, 30 points in a game in the fourth yeah, with, quarter. with three minutes left in the fourth yeah, quarter. Mm -hmm. Right, and he's still got Brady in there. Yep. I mean, you know, <laughs> that, that kind of shit just pisses me off, you know, because there's no, I mean, what what is the purpose of all that? You know, you've got a you know, three, four touchdown lead in the fourth quarter, and you're throwing 30, 40-yard passes down the middle of the field. I, you know, I, I still don't get all that. And the fact that they keep starters in, I guess it's just simply because it's it's a contract situation and they're trying to pad stats, yeah. you know, their career stats, whatever the case may be. You know, the year that Breeze broke Marino's um, passing yardage record, I believe it was, right? Yeah. They had him in the fourth quarter in a game that they were up by, I think, 30 points in, and he was throwing it and throwing it to get, get – and that just pisses me off, you know, because – Back in the day, you didn't do that. If the Dolphins were up in a football game, you saw the backup come in. You didn't see Marino in the football game. And you definitely, if you did see him in the football game, he definitely wasn't hauling 30, 40 yard passes down the friggin' field. So, you know, I mean, some of these statistics, you know, even with the way they play the game of football now, are, are much more padded than, um, you know, and when now Marino with 17 and games, it'll be padded even more. Oh, goodness gracious, yes. Without yep. a doubt, you got one extra game every year, you know. Uh, That's what books. I was saying about Belichick over Shula this week. Uh, you know, Don had half his career in 14-game seasons. Yeah, exactly. Yep. 
Belichick hasn't had that. He's had 16 game seasons, so he's definitely got an advantage. Without a question of a doubt. And listen, I'm not taking anything away from Belichick. I'm not a fan, you know, because of all the, you know, all the bullshit that, you know, that's been, um, that's kind of followed him in regard to a lot of shady things that have gone on in that organization. But you have to respect how his team plays on a given Sunday. I mean, he he just does things and gets I mean, look at what he's done, the turnaround. I mean, you know, we're we're looking, you know, they're looking back at us, Mike, just that quick. And yeah. and this isn't what we, you know, we expected, you know, over this this these last two years. We expected them to be, you know, on our curt, you know, maybe behind us, uh, you know, by you know, a year or two. I mean, right now they've kind of leapfrogged us. They're in the t- they're at the top of the division. Yeah, but they were in a different situation, Lewis. They had players out on COVID that they got back, and they had more talent on their roster than we did after we cleaned house. So, to me, the situation you know situations aren't equal. They they had a definite head start. Mike, there's a few players on the defensive side in regard to COVID. Um, other than that. You know, I mean, and I and I get your point on that. They had like three guys out on that defensive side, but mm-hmm. um, other than that, uh, they lost guys. I mean, they've lost you know some guys in the secondary. Sure. And um, I mean, you know, they lost their 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 best corner. And look at where they're at defensively. I mean, you know, they they've still gotten to a place on both sides of the football. I mean, you know, on the offensive side, Mike, they've just rebuilt that whole offense, basically. Their running backs are young. Their quarterback is a rookie. Um, they went out and they got some free agent receivers. I mean, they've got a comp- free agent tight ends. Listen, they, you know, I give them all the credit in the world. They're the top seed in the AFC, Mike. So, yep. you know, when you look at where they were last year to where they are right now, it, it has a lot more to do than with just the fact that they had a couple guys, you know, sitting out. Oh, I'm not, I'm not saying it was totally based on that. Of course not. But it just gave them a head start that we didn't have. Well, we, we had, listen, we had a returning defense, Mike, that, you know, that I, I'd say was better than theirs. And I would still at this point, put them right up there with new England's defense. I mean, they may be coached better at times, but you know, talent wise, I think overall our secondary matches up with theirs. Um, you know, I think that up front in the, in the middle, the defensive tackle situation, I think we match up very well with them. And I think with Phillips and Ogba on the outside of the defensive line, I think we, you know, we're pretty close there too. I mean, they may have an edge on us at the linebacker position, but it's not by much, Mike. I don't think there's a lot of separation between these two defenses talent wise i think that they're just better coached you know their offensive line is light years better than ours yes on the offensive line absolutely on the offensive side yes i'm talking about on the defense on the defense i agree and you know that that goes back to my initial point in regard to this is where this whole conversation started is with belichick and the fact that he just does a great job of having these guys prepared, and he takes your best players out of the game, and he's the best at doing it. And, I've said uh, it before. I, I believe he's the best coach of his era. I'm not going to say he's the best all time because it's impossible to say that as far as I'm concerned. Right. But he's definitely the best of his era. I, I would agree with you. I mean, Shula, if you look at all the things that he did, Mike, 
um, it's a lot of the things that uh, Belichick does now in regard to interchangeable parts yep, on the defense, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, we were doing that in the seventies, right? Yep. We are the first team that did it. Yeah. To the extent that we did it. Yes, exactly. The 53 defense, so on and so forth. And then you look at the running back trio by committee. Absolutely. And he did that all through the years, you know, with between Tony Nathan and Andre Franklin. And, you know, it was always a bunch of different guys doing a lot of different things very well. And, um, you know, if you look at what Belichick does, it's, it's very, very similar. I mean, it's, you know, it's all the same. He goes down the same avenues that, that Shula did years and years ago. Um, you know, the advantage that, that he has had is that he had a quarterback that stood with him for how many years? What were they, how many years were they together? I don't know, to be honest with you, I think it's close to 20. Yeah. I mean. He was able to put a defense together where Marino didn't um, ever really have a decent defense. Um, you know, Shula just could not get a complete team together. When his offense started going in the opposite direction, the defense got good and um, or, or were getting better near the end of Marino's career. Yeah, it was just poor timing. Um, it was just, you know, it was just tough. You know, a lot of failed draft picks. The killer bees um, got old quick. Yep. They got old very yep. quick. A lot of injuries, yep. you know, caused them to, uh, you know, slip pretty quickly. Uh, you know, when Marino first came on, and um, you know, they could they could never find the running game, a running back to, um, you know, to really carry any kind of, um, you know, concern for the defenses. So teams started just sitting back on Marino, and and he made adjustments, but uh, you know, again, you know, Shula. Shuler, you know, as far as I'm concerned, is is still number one. And, you know, at some point Belichick's gonna probably get that record, but as you mentioned, he's got he's got a few advantages. There's no question about that in regard to getting there. You know, it, they're they're defending Mahomes the way they used to defend Marino right. now. Exactly. Yep. Absolutely. And he's having trees having trouble. Yep. <laughs> That's you know, listen, you know, the the great quarterbacks, Mike, find a way. I mean He'll yep. figure you it look out. at Aaron Rodgers, it doesn't matter what they do against a guy somehow, some kind of way, you know, he, he gets the job done. I mean, the same with, I mean, you could make the same case for Brady. I mean, you know what's coming, but he's so perfect at executing, you know, um, you know, and Tua, if, if he's going to be successful in the NFL, that's the level that he's got to get to because Brady I agree. Brady's a big, strong guy, right? I mean, you know, he doesn't get credit for that because he is tall. So he's able to see things that Tua may not be able to. But the technician that he is, is just above and beyond. And that's the level that Tua's got to get to in order for him to be successful in the NFL. So hopefully, you know, over this next month, you know, he, he shows, uh, you know, more, more of uh you know, what he's shown us up to this point, And then going in the next season, he progresses even more so. You hope so. Yeah. Brady did it pretty quick, right? He won a Super Bowl in his, what, rookie season? So, you know, he had uh, talent around him. There's no question yep. about yep. it. So hopefully. Early on, he was a caretaker, but not for long. Not for long. Nope, not for long. So we'll so, see what happens. Yeah. Um, All right. I wanted to ask you something. Sure. Uh, you know, I, I play these DraftKings spots and uh, – I know you're you're you use them every week. I mean, what do you think of them? Do you like 
playing their games? I think I think they're fantastic. I mean, you've got a you know, you've got a certain amount of money. I don't know if everybody out there's familiar with it, but you've got a certain amount of money to work with, you know, in regard to um uh, what what they give you. I can't think of the amount it is, but you have to bait and each guy, each player is valued at a certain at a certain dollar amount. And you basically have to fit a quarterback. It's a fan it's a fantasy game. It's a basically it's yeah, yeah. it's based on it's based on fantasy points and gotta pick a quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, a flex, tight end, and a defense. And you piece all that together you have, you know, you can go in so many different directions. I mean, it's incredible. I mean, there's a lot of different, um, you know, groups of games you can do. You can do just a Thursday night game. You can do every game on the slate on a given week. You can do just, you know, the Sunday games, the early Sunday games. There's a lot of different options, but um, it's a lot of fun and it's very, very difficult. I mean, you know, you go out there, you think you picked a solid team and then, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, you wind up, you know, I last Mike last week, Mike, I was up to about $600 early on. I had, I was winning $600 during the early games. Um, the first half of the early games through the third quarter. And what, what it cost you? A $5. Okay. Five bucks. And I was up to 600 and riding high, and Dak Prescott just took a crap in the game. He did nothing the rest of the way against Washington, and it absolutely killed you because you're competing uh, basically against every other quarterback, every other run. The running backs you pick, or pick, you know, you're basically going up against every other running back. So it's a situation where you have to hit on all, you know, on at every position if you're expecting to win decent money. And it's a very, very difficult thing, but it is a hell of a lot of fun. It really is. I enjoy it incredibly. Have you won overall or lost yeah, overall? I mean, I, I win pretty much every week, but it's a very, very minimal amount. I think the right. most I've won this year was like 60 or $65. Most of the weeks, it's 10 to $20 on a $5 bet. You know, I've been playing with their money all year and, um, you know, it's like, like I said, it's just extremely hard, uh, to hit on, on all your guys. I mean, even if you hit on half of them, it's not going to happen. You're not going to make that much money. So, and you're competing against thousands of people, but, but that's what makes it so much fun. It really is an enjoyable thing. So anybody who hasn't done it, Spend the five bucks, and uh, you know you you take a lot more interest than all these other games that you're watching on a given Sunday or Monday sure. or Thursday sure. or Saturday right. coming up. Yep, yep. I might do it myself. I'll have to see. Yeah, you do that. Set up an account and do it, I Mike. Might, yeah, that's you, nothing. You promote it every week. My goodness. I mean, come on. I just might. You know. the season's damn near over. Yeah. Yep. You got it. Anyway, four games to go, right? Four games to go. Four so. games to go. Yeah. And we got to win them all. Uh-huh. All right, Let's guys. Uh, that's going to be the uh, show for today. Thanks for joining me, Lewis. You're very welcome. Let's go, Dolphins. Let's kick some jet ass. That would be fun. Yes. All right. Until next Monday. Fins up, everybody. Fins up, Dolphins. All right, that's today's show. I just want to remind everyone that the Fin Fans Podcast is proud to be part of DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network and 
the Pigskin Podcast Network. Check out these sites, guys. There's lots of podcasts and information there that you'll enjoy. All right, until next time, be well and take care.